Hey, Pete. Hey. Do I sound like Jacob Cato? No. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Hey, cheers, buddy. Happy hey, vacation cheers. to me. Yeah. I'm on uh, vacation right now. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Except I have to go to work. <laughs> you call this work? <laughs> that's right. Um, speaking of vacations, didn't we do an episode one time when we talked about all your... Oh, no. We made fun of you because you were at Disney World with your family. Yeah, why would you think we make fun <laughs> of someone? Because we were jelly. Oh, you know we what it jelly. was? It's like I went to Montreal. You hear that, Ryan? We were jelly. I had a couple okay. of vacations in a row yeah. once, just by happenstance. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but this time, no, I'm, I'm, this, I'm not actually on vacation. I, I did take the weekend to go fishing with my family, which was awesome, down in Rockbridge, Missouri. Shout out to Rockbridge. Got a new sticker for my new computer. Once I get my new computer going on, Rockbridge, Missouri. Excellent trout fishing. Okay, hopefully just Rockbridge, Missouri, excellent trout fishing. There's not a flag as part of that. No, it's a, it's a rainbow trout flag. Okay, good. And that's Whew. it. Yeah, okay. no, it's a bunch of trout nerds down there. <laughs> nice. Uh, among other things. Right. But uh, uh, but then I'm taking the rest of the week off. I'm doing some string ranging for the great uh, Kennedy Holmes. Yes, that's going to be nice. Um, the I was just thinking the um, trout nerds you said, did you spread the love about our podcast? Not necessarily that they'd be interested in this, but somebody down there might want to. Sorry, I'm having to take my headphones off because it's loud AF in here. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, that's better, Ryan. Yeah, that's, there you go. I mean, that's overkill a little bit. Split the difference. <laughs> Split the difference. Yeah. But uh, perhaps someone down there would like to start a trout uh, daily podcast. Oh, I'm sure there's some kind you know of saying? trout podcast yeah. going on. Yeah. What do you know about noodling? <laughs> I know not to do it okay. on either music or trout. <laughs> and first of all, it doesn't work on trout, but it does work on catfish. But that's done down in that area a little in bit. In the Ozarks, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Were you and, in the Ozarks? Uh, we were in the Ozarks, and the Ozarks are flipping beautiful, man. Oh, they get a bad rep from all the TV shows and the meth and the crime and whatnot. <laughs> Other than that, but, no, it is. It's, it's incredible. And such, there are really cool people down there doing cool things, and yep. it's really just a gorgeous part of the country that gets a, kind of a bad rep, and, and I'm just giving my love to the Ozarks right Ozarks now, are awesome, and, and especially... When you're not actually on the Lake of the Ozarks, which is where the show... Well, the show is filmed in Georgia. Yeah, but Fun it's supposed fact. to be on the Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. yeah, the Lake of the Ozarks is whatever. Yeah, I mean, it it's is okay. It's, it's got some pretty parts, too. Right, but yeah, but just the Ozarks. People only think of um, whatever it is. Do- not Dollywood. What's down there? Branson. Branson. Yeah. and Which is in the Ozarks. Yeah. Um, and... The Lake of the Ozarks, but the Ozark Mountain Range, which is one of the oldest mountain ranges. For sure. You know. Yeah. It's gorgeous, beautiful. Gorgeous. Even like down into Arkansas and stuff. A lot of know? old granddads down there. There are a lot of old granddads drinking bottles of old granddad, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. So we got the key station out. We did our little uh, witty banter intro. That was good. Tomorrow. You know what? I'm gonna, I might come back at you tomorrow. So tune in. What, oh, do you, okay. Are you going to be tuning in? I mean, I have to. You get a text on vacation? What's so, up? Yeah. So okay. Everybody wants to know where I'm, where I'm at on my <laughs> vacation. I'm like, I'm going to have to go to work. <laughs> Um, Daily jazz advice doesn't cease just because Adam wants to go trout fishing. That's right. You know that's right. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about, I wanted to drop kind of a, a pre, pre-drop of a course that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. So a couple of weeks ago, I launched a mini course called Jazz Piano Basics. and mm, I hadn't and, heard of that. 
You hadn't? Because it's done really well. It's, it's been really popular. With I'm some being of our... facetious. You talk about it every day. Well, I'm very proud of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only contribution. Ooh, when I've... you were fishing, I had words I didn't have to hear. That was nice. But... <laughs> well, no, so it's going to be like this. It's going to be a series of mini courses. The first one was all about lead. It was called Lead Sheet Breakdown. It was all about how to interpret a lead sheet. Yeah. Go check that out on openstudiojazz.com. Uh, but I'm going to make another one, like the follow-up. And it's not really about lead sheets. This one, it's more about left-hand voicings, all mm. kinds of left-hand voicings for, for piano. Just the basics of what every working pianist ought to know. Um, you know, we'll, we'll cover things like fourth voicings, rooted mm. voicings, a little bit of stride even maybe. We'll see like about clusters. that. Clusters will clusters. be in there. All kinds of just straight ahead to avant-garde to out stuff. What about job two? You gonna cover that? That's oh, that's two hands, bud. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, man, maybe that that's gonna be me. part of the two hand course, okay, two it. hand voicing course. Well, this should be good because I think this is. Um, I mean, we get a lot of recurring questions, which is fun because it really helps us focus in on the areas that you know folks are looking for help in. But this is you know left handed voicings is always coming up, always coming up. And yeah. there's a there's a couple of easy things to remember. So today I thought we would talk about just how to create basic but good sounding. Yeah. Two, uh, sorry, left hand voicings, voicings in a rootless position, right? So mm. we don't have the root, right, uh, on the bottom. I like that, that too. It's always nice to kind of to frame the discussion with a little bit of restriction because totally. that's a good way to practice it too, right? And these were, for me, some of the first left hand voicings I learned from a real jazz teacher, mm. and I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people. And I, and I probably wish I would have learned some more rooted voicings first, you know, right. some solo piano stuff first, but this is what my first teacher uh, taught me straight away. Okay. Um, and so I'll just do this concept that I've been doing forever. So it's really easy. So we start, we'll, we'll do a two, five, one, cause you can kind of see some voice leading, which is, as we know, important for any voicing. Yes. A voicing doesn't exist in a vacuum. Right. And we want to remember a lot of times I see, I think people know, the voice leading is important, but then for some reason they're only thinking about it when they're doing like four-part writing or two-handed voicings or bigger stuff, saxophone section. But yeah. even down to two-note voicing. For sure. You know, in fact, that's how you build up your ears so you can start to hear some of this stuff automatically. That's right. So we'll do a 2-5 in E-flat. I like doing an E-flat because it's a, kind of a nice range in the in the keyboard that you can do either inversion of these. That we'll Even do. on the key station? Even on the key station. Nice. Sorry. Like it. I'll stop doing that now. Uh, <laughs> so we'll start, though, by doing the very first uh, thing you want to do with any voicing, and that's finding the shell. So Level one. Level one here. <laughs> Our 2-5-1 in E-flat is, of course, F minor 7, B-flat 7, E-flat major 7. Mm -hmm. So for that F minor 7, we find the shell. In this case, we'll do the 7th on the bottom and the third on the top, the mm. E-flat and the A-flat. That would be as opposed to the third on the bottom and the seventh on top, which, which would be, be your only other option. Right. right. Exactly right. So from here, just like any other voicing, we want to we have the shell. We want to add some color notes, right? So we'll add, uh, on this one, I think, what sounds great is the fifth and the ninth. So from the bottom up on this F minor seven, I have E-flat, G, A-flat, C. Mm. Here's how it sounds with the F. Uh, luscious that key is, station. You might, need, you might need to bang that low F as hard as you are there. Big Whoa. <laughs> it's angry. <laughs> there you go. So that's a good voicing. You could also do, instead of C, you could do B flat. You could do the 11th. Mm. That's, that, that it, it's amazing you're going down one whole step from the top. Such a different kind of sound, though. It is. It's, it's a, so modern. Yeah, it's more modern. It's a little bit more like... Uh, Pensive. I don't know. There's something less yeah. happy about it for some reason. I think because of that, like the, um, 
a cluster there. A cluster in there is super valuable. So either one of those is good with either the C on the top or the B flat on top. So there's our first F minor seven. For the B flat seven, all we need to do, really all we need to do, and I play this voicing all the time, is move that E flat down to D. Yep. yep. So I have D, G, still that cluster. G, A flat, and C. The G now becomes the 13, and the C now becomes the 9 of B flat. And I think play those just that 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 change from the 2 to the 5 with only the shell. Because that's really the foundation like of hearing that. And I sure. think when people, people will be able to hear, you still wouldn't, and then when you play the outside, the whole voicing, you want to still hear that shell. Because I think, you know, and go back to the, the shell with the perfect fourth, that if you can understand the voice leading of the no, and you can hear that, and then you hear everything else around it, then you'll have a foundation that you can really take to a lot of different keys with these voicings. That's right. Uh, okay, so now the one chord, we do the shell, we do the seventh and the third, and then we'll add the ninth and the thirteenth of E flat. Your color notes. The color notes. And in fact, I'm giving a little color commentary about the color notes. That's this is nice. this is really shell and pretty. We've talked about root shell pretty. This yes. is really shell. And pretty notes. Yep. Two shell, two pretty. Maybe we can let's link below uh, Ryan to our root shell pretty five great chords that sound jazz chords because that'll that that's a good especially if this is feeling a little bit advanced to be able to hear this over the airwaves as it were that'll that'll kind of hit some of this to lead you up to this. So the thing to remember for this is. We have the shell, the third and the seventh, and then all we want to do from there is add pretty notes, right? Yep. The ninth, the eleventh, the thirteenth, the fifth. Yep. Uh, so let's take the same two five one progression in E flat, and we'll do it in a different inversion. Instead of having E flat on the bottom and A flat on the top for the shell for that F minor seven, we'll do like you mentioned, A flat and then E flat on the top. And this is actually more of a comfortable range for me, especially when I'm soloing if I have room on the key station. Yeah, on, the, on anything, <laughs> but especially the key station. Yeah. So we have our shell here, the third. The seventh here. That, here's how it sounds with the root. Yep. Right. Uh, so from here, I want to add the ninth and the eleventh. I love this voicing. Ah, F. Some dog. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. Uh, from here, we have the B flat seven, and when we wouldn't do the other B flat seven voicing, right? That's just bad voice leading. Right. To go from here. Down to there. No. The easiest thing to do is just like we move that E flat below on the first uh, inversion. Yeah. We just move that E flat down. So we could keep that B flat there, but how about we go up a half step to a flat nine? So we have again from the F minor seven is A flat, B flat, E flat, G, and the B flat is A flat, B natural, D. That's what you actually want to do as you're practicing. For sure. In the privacy of your own abode. Privacy. Yeah, it's important, though. to like You think you can hear something, but until you can sing it, you're not really hearing it. You know. That's true. And what's the name of the podcast? You'll hear it. And number one. Listen. Damn, that dude's on vacation, but his mind is always there, I'm man. Always here. Always there. Okay, so we're here uh, from the B-flat 7. So, okay, we need the shell for the E flat for the one, right? So, so obviously from here it's G and D, or is it? Because mm. in this instance, I think the shell should be 
a third, instead of a third and a seventh, which is G and D, a third right. and a sixth. And this is kind of one of the only exceptions to the shell always being the third and seventh rule, right? Right. On a major chord, oftentimes the shell can be a third and, and sixth. And how do we decide which it's going to be? Usually by the melody or by voice leading. Or by whatever sounds or better. Or by whatever we think sounds better. Yeah. Like that, those but whatever sounds better is inevitably based on the voice leading. Based like, on the voice leading, based on the melody. Like we say, I say melody because that, that's what this, the major six chords function is. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, on the tonic of a tune, uh, the melody will end on the, on the tonic. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we have a major seven chord underneath that, mm. it gets us this funky little... Yeah, uh, that's a know, funky little drop two there. Minor it? nine. <laughs> so it actually sounds better to do yep. the six. Yeah. And so again, singing these things both the funky way of those inner voice. If you can start singing these inner voices as you play, that's how you're going to start to learn. And you know, there's nothing wrong with like flat. No. It's just a different sound. It's a different sound. Yeah. And there'll be a time for it, but you do want to be able to hear it, play it, sing it so that you can you know put it into practice okay so our shell for the e flat is going to be g and c right the third and the sixth so we need to add two other color notes i'm going to add the ninth the f and i'm going to add the fifth or ooh, instead of the fifth what if i did the sharp 11. i think it's nice that yeah to me when you added the fifth it didn't take away but from any of the other I mean, obviously, the sharp 11 changed the tonality, so that's more of just a personal choice and an option that folks would have. But when you added the fifth, it didn't take away, but it didn't really add. It doesn't you know really. I mean? The fifth never really does. Yeah. yeah. You could do the sixth and the seventh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that sharp 11. Cause especially and there's nothing ugly about the fifth. It's just, it's just kind of there. You know, or you don't have to be so strict with everything has to be four notes. You could just do G, C, and F. Perfectly right. acceptable. Then you get that great, that great symmetry of the fourth voicing there. Even if you're going, like voice leading wise, if you're going from a four note voicing yep. to a three note voicing, how many uh, choral pieces do you see exactly. where two voices will end up on the same note right. for a brief period of time? You're not losing, and, and the way that we hear that, uh, both as players and more importantly as the listener, you're not hearing that as a lost voice. You're hearing two of the voices um, converging. Right into the same place because the it, and it really goes down to what is the sort of sonic resolution that makes the most sense and sometimes that is them going to the same place on the piano we can't really see that yep. you know the guitar maybe you could play it on two different strings i don't know or whatever and certainly a, a you know choir which when we talk about voicing that's the best way to understand for sure any kind of voice that's that's why we say sing these things as you go i mean you could see it on the piano in say like uh Bach fugues mm. or three-part inventions. Oh, if you're doubling, it happens all the time where you'll see the voices right. come together. Right. You know, because that's it was written for the organ, so that you'd have a different manual. You could you could have a different manual if you wanted. Right. But but even just the the idea of it of yep. those two voices coming together, it's totally acceptable. This is great stuff. Speaking of manuals, I think you should make a manual to this. Whoa, that's going to be volume two. That's what I'm saying. Jazz piano basics volume two. Left hand voicings. This will be a part of it as will like chordal voicings, fourth yep. voicings, rooted voicings, clusters. What else did I promise? Uh, <laughs> GPS. Oh, guided practice sessions. Can oh, we do that on this? You're painting me into a box now. I'm we, sorry. We could do guided practice sessions. I think so. Those have been popular. I think that this is an area, it, it might not intuitively feel like that's where it would go, but actually, you got to think about, think about little baby Adam. 
little Adam Manis when he was in a diaper okay. and wasn't so adept at this. Okay. You could have used a little guy to practice on I could have used Like, a now little... you can play this stuff, but, like, really... And that's, I think, sometimes people have problems with left-handed voicings and two-handed voicings and just voicings in general because they don't put in the time... It feels like, oh, I've got that voicing. Yeah. So I don't need to practice it. Okay, maybe they'll practice it in all keys. But after that, they're like, I know that voicing. But this type of thing of going through a progression and a 2-5-1 is certainly just level one. Well, really a 5-1 is sort of level one. But going through a progression is the way that you could practice this and and having a little bit of guidance in that and getting that discipline of actually going through these will start to give folks. Because I noticed that. You know, when I was adding left-handed voicings, either from transcriptions or things that I would see pianists do, or just stuff that I would discover, sounds that I liked, they didn't incorporate in the same way that a line would right. into my playing. I think partly because you know our ears, just like any other any listener, is naturally gravitates towards what's on top. So hearing these inner voicings stuff is, is harder. It's actually harder than just hearing a single line or a two notes up in the right hand or totally. a treble area. Or whatever. Yeah. So give them a shed. And yeah. uh, look out for Jazz Piano Basics Volume 2, Left Hand Voicings, coming to a theater near you. Oh, I wish it was in a theater. No, it's just going to be... Oh, that would be a lot, though, wouldn't it? It would be would too that much. be overkill? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and also impractical. <laughs> Bring your key station with yeah. you to the Tivoli Theater and uh, watch Adam Manis uh, on the big get, screen. Could get ugly. In HD. <laughs> could get ugly. That'd be fun. Yeah, all right. Well, um, I was about to say till tomorrow, but we need to talk about... We got a song, don't we? We do have a song. Hold on. Stall. Stall. Okay. We're going to just do a little bit of uh, I don't have the key station from, so I'm just going to do a little rhythmic. Okay. I could do a little. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. So this is our uh, listener tune today. I'm going to stall a little bit. My brother Adam. Nice. What's going on, Ryan? Singing the blues. Hold on. Andrew might have started this tune already. So this is, uh, we're going to listen to Street Beat. From the Brass Monkey Band. This was sent in to us by our listener, Kevin Stevens. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. And until tomorrow, you'll hear.